This is Ronan, Rocky Mountain Pro Superstar and Professional Wrestling's only true vampire. And you are listening to RMP Radio, where pro wrestling is elevated. Radio is back on the air. Hi, I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row, and uh, joining me back again once on the show, I've got the vibe of RMP, Brad Rutkowski. Brad, how are you doing? Uh, doing good, man. Doing good, man. Just uh, sipping on some kombucha, of course. <laughs> I love it. Just, just winding down from the day as it's around 7 o'clock, and that's when start getting in my daily daily night routines and just winding down before I go to bed. But of course, I got to join you on a podcast, my friend. Yeah, well, thank you for, uh, first of all, joining me. Uh, so uh, let's uh, start off, uh, kind of pick up here uh, with you. Uh, uh, we have not uh, seen you uh, an RMP for a little while. We got a little sneak peek uh, just uh, somewhat recently to get you, get you back in that ring. But uh, would you like to fill the listeners of uh, kind of what's uh, been uh, going on with you? A little peek behind the curtain. Absolutely, and I apologize in advance for the tangents I go on with my emotions because I tend to tell long stories. But here we go. Yeah. So even even just bringing it back from when I started in July of 2019, it took me about six months until I had my first match, and then that was January of 2020. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I started hitting it off, started getting good opportunities from like Rocky Mountain Pro, other promotions as well. And I was like, sweet, like the ball's rolling. Like everything I worked for is like coming together. Awesome. And then unfortunately I got, I tore my AC joint. Luckily it was a grade one, but still a very nagging injury that lasted a very long time during that time. And I was just like, oh, this isn't good. And then about two weeks after that, the COVID outbreak happened, which needs absolutely no resurfacing whatsoever. Yeah. So with my shoulder being injured and the world on lock, it's almost insane to say sometimes, but it was almost like a blessing in disguise because I had the time to like heal while things pause, but like for unforeseen circumstances, of course. And, and then when we started training again, I started to go around, uh, August when we got the green flag to go train again. And then I took one bump and then I noticed my shoulder was not better. It was progressively getting better, but it wasn't at a hundred percent where I wanted it to be. So I knew right there and then I had to take a step back once again, which was a bummer because of course I love this and I want to progress. I like barely even put my toes in the water of this world we call wrestling. And so I started going to physical rehab. Uh, shout out to Jake Latorco as well from Chiropractor in Lakewood. I swear he is the best. He will help you out of anything you need. He literally fixed my shoulder within a matter of months, and he's just a standout guy just in general. So I did about five to six months with him. He healed my shoulder. I got my full strength and mobility back. And then I started going back to training around February of 2021. And it felt good. 
I was very nervous to go back in there because I was like, oh, I haven't trained in like seven months. Like who knows where my skill set and like how I feel in the ring because ring rust, of course, is a real thing. And again, I've barely touched the business and I still have so much to learn and you can never stop learning, not only in wrestling, but in life in general. Yeah. So with that, so with that being said, jumping right back into it, I mean, like, of course, there's a few things I, like, had to, like, touch base back on. But, like, for the most part, I did pretty solid. And I was pretty happy. I was like, okay, like, it's kind of like a muscle memory thing at this point. And so as the days or the months went on, I'm talking to a few people about, like, when I, like, come back and have a match and stuff like that. And, well, it's not really a spoiler anymore, but the um, it never broken the eight-man tag match. I was actually supposed to be the guy in there. But this is a long story jumping into that. So going back into training, I, I got a new job and I was working four 10 hour days, which I still do to this day. And the days I would train, I would work for 10 hours. I would work out for two hours and then I'd go train for three. I'm only up for 16 hours of the day. So I'm not the type of person to, try and cram a million things in a day as much as that would be amazing. But 20, you're only up for 16, maybe 18 hours, depending on who you are. So I felt constantly rushed throughout my days. And this, and I take complete ownership of that. I mean, like with my career and like the choices I made, I totally understand that. And so I was in like, go, 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 go nonstop mode. Like ever since I started training again. And then I almost started losing my love for wrestling, which was a terrifying feeling because again, this is something that has helped me out ever since I was a kid and just through life in general. And I've been so like fascinated with it, but like, I think with all the things that accumulated with myself, I started losing it because I was drained all the time. And I was just like, Oh, like I wasn't like this when I first started because I had a totally different situation. And then so I agreed to do the match and then literally three days before never broken, I had one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. So I was working my job and I was walking and I'm a territory manager. So I go to like grocery stores all over, kind of audit them. Mm-hmm. And I was, wa- and I was walking around like the grocery store and my legs started giving out. I've never, like felt that just spontaneously, like not like a falling asleep type feeling, like literally losing feeling in my legs. And I was like, okay, this is really strange. So my intention was just like, all right, keep moving. Like if it gets any weirder, like attend to it. And then immediately after I thought of that, my eyes and my brain started vibrating like very rapidly. I've never felt anything like this in my life. And so I was like, well, okay, this is really freaking me out now. And um, my immediate like parasympathetic mer- or sympathetic nervous system, nervous system like kicked in and I was like, okay, I think I'm in flight or flight mode for my life right now. Like this is really terrifying. And so I told myself, if this happened, if this feeling goes on for more than 10 minutes, I need to go to the hospital because I do not like going to hospitals unless I am on my deathbed, which it felt like that. And so my initial thought was like, if you go to your car and you pass out, it's going to be really bad. Or if you're in the store and God forbid you pass out, someone will likely see you and you'll probably get help. And I didn't want to make a scene 
or like tell anyone like hey i'm freaking out or anything like that because i like knew i like kind of had this under control but not really i was in a really weird state of mind when it was all going down and so i like went to the bathroom started throwing cold water on my face i tried throwing up that did absolutely nothing and then by the time i like got out of the bathroom it like all stopped but it lasted for about six minutes and so immediately i stopped like what i was doing i went to my car i like cried the hardest I've cried in a long time for like two hours straight and I was just terrified like I haven't felt this dark or upset or just scared for my life in a very long time and I didn't know what was going on because I'm for me I keep myself in shape like I don't drink I don't do any crazy drugs like I have a pretty healthy lifestyle for the most part but my body was telling me something that I had no idea what it was telling me. So I decided to continue working, which was bad because I couldn't go to stores and like keep my composure. I was just a wreck. And then luckily that was my Thursday. So that was my Friday of work. And then I wake up Friday morning and I'm like in tears. I've never woke up and cried immediately. That was like one of the scariest things ever. And then I knew in my head, I couldn't do this match. Like there was like absolutely no way in hell because I was just not in the right state of mind. I was just really scared if like something were to happen in the ring, like kind of making all these assumptions up. I was very traumatized by this experience. I still am to this day, to be honest, but not as heavy as I was a few months ago. So I reached out to like the head head of the people for Rocky Mountain Pro and I, I was very transparent. I was just like, hey, I had this crazy experience and I don't think this is the right thing for me to do. I needed to take a step back. And it was really hard to write that message because again, my love for pro wrestling and like being at Rocky Mountain Pro and just immersed in everything is like my home away from home. But my, my mind and my body was telling me this was the right thing to do. And it felt good to make that decision and be self-aware of everything. But at the same time, I was taking a step back from something that I love so dearly. And was, was it that, was that, that Friday, was that the day of the match or the day before, or, or was it still a little, the match was still a little bit on the horizon. So never broken was on a Saturday, I believe. Cause I remember it happened like two days before and I was supposed to do a promo with Kelly. He was, oh. he was the first he he was the first person I reached out and he, yeah. I love that. I love that guy to death, not just for like everything he does at Rocky Mountain Pro, but like seriously, so genuine and I'll do anything for him. Love that guy so much. Uh, he totally understood. And then yeah. I messaged Matt and then like, I really didn't want to make like a huge post about it or anything. Cause it was so recent and I'm not going to lie. I was kind of embarrassed, which I shouldn't have been. But it wasn't, like, something where I was like, oh, hey, I almost, like, died, and I have no idea why, and I really don't want to talk about this right now. Like, I really needed time for myself. Right. And so and so now I take a step back. I'm, like, no longer training. And then I start getting, like, insane anxiety and just really depressive thoughts and dark thoughts, too. Like, for example, if I felt, like, something in my chest, I felt like I was going to die. Like, I for about two months straight, I had like the thought of death in the back of my head, not from like a suicidal perspective, but I just like had feelings of that. I was going to like 
either like hit the floor or something like that. Or like, if there's one more like body ailment in my body that like gives off a warning, like I'm going to freak out. So it was really hard to cope with like the present moment for myself and just to go on with my day, just the simplest facts. There was a point where even going to sleep was hard because I was like, I would just think of like that traumatic experience and like, if it's going to affect me now. And that went on for like, probably a month I'd say a month a month and a half at least it was terrifying and I like I do so many things to like keep myself present keep myself sane and I noticed too when I was in that complete rush mode of like going to work for 10 hours and going to the gym and then going to training like I was completely neglecting my mental health practices and like I do everything from meditating to yoga I actually go to mental health groups as well. And that's a huge like benefit, but I like completely stopped doing all that. And that's probably why whatever happened to me happened or it was like an accumulation of stress. I still kind of don't really know to this day what it was, but I, but I knew it was a sign for me to slow down and to kind of figure out a more balanced and like healthy approach to get back. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so, um, Brad, um, that's very interesting that you, you talk about this this rush mode because, uh, you know, breaking the fourth wall and peeking behind the curtain, I kind of feel like that, too. I recently started a, a new job outside of the wacky world of uh, professional wrestling, and uh, it's, a, it's a job where it's a, a break-fix type thing, so if something's broken, I got to go and go fix it and, and that kind of thing. Right. There's days that all hell breaks loose basically you know and there's you know six eight calls at different locations and you're like how do i fit this all you know in the day there's just no way and i get exactly i I get that same thing and it's like how do i balance the uh you know you know trying to get everything done versus uh you know and 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 getting over the fact of uh well i'm not going to be able to get to so many things and and being somebody that likes to make sure things are taken care of, it, it's it's hard and it's difficult for me. And what I found myself was that I was getting irritable. I would be snapping at uh, um, of uh, family and friends and things of that nature. And and right. and it just was like oh, it just was so horrible. And, but and it's, and it's very interesting to that that you kind of mentioned that. And I kind of feel like I've been going through that. Uh, a little bit too so that's 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 great so so you think that um like you said you don't know exactly what this was but uh, do you kind of believe that there's a kind of a balance of of the um the physical and the the emotional and the uh you know just trying to get all the parts to kind of harmonize as they kind of say uh you know with 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 life is is that uh kind of uh you know what you're kind of uh, uh seeking and what kind of path you're uh, kind of taking here with life now oh oh 100 percent. because like pretty much like when that all happened i knew like firsthand too i was like wow this is like every hour of every day is like being occupied like really fast and that's usually not how i approach things and so as soon as that did happen and then I did take a step back, I like, I was, I had the weirdest moods like every day. Like I would be really upset and I'd be really upbeat. And then like, it would kind of go like juggle back and forth. And then I, I like told myself, I'm like, you know what you need to go do? You need to go travel. You need to get, you need to get out of Colorado for a little bit and like go do 
go see some things you haven't seen in a while. Cause like I was an avid traveler before the pandemic hit. Like I've lived in Hawaii for two years. I lived in India for four months. I was in Africa for a year. Like, and then of course, like everything shuts down and like kind of like travel to States and stuff, but it's like, nothing makes me feel more alive than that. Yeah. Like just going to a new, going to a new place. that's extremely foreign to me, especially tra I like traveling solo too, not from like a selfish perspective, but it kind of like challenges me to like go socialize with people I've never met before, go experience things and like purely enjoy them for my own being and kind of just go from there. And then that was around May. I was planning a trip to Moab, Utah. I've never been, I've had friends who are climbers and just like adventurous freaks galore. Tell me like you have to go, especially with like the mentality that you're going through now. So like yeah. I was planning, I was planning to go in June and then I reached out to my buddy, Zach who lives in Alaska. He used to live there for like God, five years. And he was like, yeah, you want to go in May, not June. Cause it's going to be like a hundred plus. I'm like, yeah, that sounds terrible. So pretty much like literally when I had the conversation with him, I left that week. I finished my 10 hour shift on Thursday I car camped for five days. I just packed like my inflatable like bed in the back because I like drive Subaru and I just lay down the seats and it's like an easy like camp spot. Yeah. And then I just like and I like pack some foods and camping essentials, whatever. I just drove, and then so I get there, and I pull up to uh, Fisher Towers. God, it's an incredible place. And I get there at like three in the morning and then I wake up at like six cause I'm too excited. And then I meet these two guys from Boulder. We're just like talking story and they make me breakfast. I'm like, wow, this is a great introduction. And so I start this hike and like my phone's off. It's only me and this beautiful landmass. And I'm just like, wow, I haven't felt this centered and insane, like total cliche hippie things, but like nature really purifies my soul and liberates the living hell out of me. And so seeing something of that nature and just feeling so vulnerable and small compared to these large masses of land that have been here since the dawn of time was really like eye opening. And then like, as the days went by, I just, I had no itinerary. Like I had certain things I wanted to do, but I was like just being spontaneous and just going with the flow type thing. And so, and then I get to the town of Moab and I'm going to like Arches National Park. I ended up getting a permit for fiery furnace, which they only give out like 20 a day and they're extremely hard to get. And then I like ate at all these awesome food places and socialized with all these cool adventurous people. I'm like, man, I feel alive right now. Like this is, this is something I was missing like for a bit. And then like, as soon as that kind of went down, I went over to Fort Myers and Sanibel where my mom actually stays. And I'm like, maybe I need to see my family too. So that was really healing. I mean, like, of course, if you have a great relationship with your family and you get to see them, especially like my family's like scattered all over the place now. And just being by the ocean and going kayaking, I was like, man, I am like flooding my body with all these great hormones and happy feelings. This feels great. And then I just started like going to, as I mentioned before, I was going to mental health groups. There's this one group called Habitual Roots. They do a lot of uh, like yoga and meditation classes. Like they do like these like biweekly, like just circles of just like pretty much like purging what's going on in your life and like I was just in tears of like what I was talking about and like having people like kind of in the same realm and experience like relating to that that felt so comforting and then I started feeling like the years come back and then as soon as like June rolled around I started feeling a little bit better and that's when Milestone came about and that was my first time attending a Rocky Mountain Pro event since 
like April, I want to say. And like, I talked to everybody and like everyone totally understood why I stepped back. I like, I love that locker room so much. It's filled with like completely unselfish understanding people. They totally get it. We're human. Things happen. Like and you have to attend to it. And that's pretty much where it was. And so on top of that too, like I just went to go give a helping hand, like set up the ring, do camera stuff, whatever you need me to do. I want to help because I feel like being in this environment right now is going to make me happy because I'm ready to be back here. And then the Colorado Cup, actually, sorry, back that up. The Colorado Cup is where I went to, and then Milestone was next. But Colorado Cup, get there. And then I'm talking to Titus and Matt, and they're, like, telling me, like, oh, some people dropped out of, like, the Colorado Cup. And, like, even though I'm, like, still super green and, like, still getting my feet wet in the wrestling world, I brought my gear. Because you never know yeah. if you're going to be needed. It, and so we're kind of, like, going around, like, the meeting and stuff, and they look at me. And they're like, do you want to work? I was like, uh, immediately in my head, I was like, hell yeah. I'm like, absolutely, I want to work. Like, that's going to be amazing. And they're like, all right, you're in. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I did not expect that at all. I'm like, let's do this type thing. So I have my new gear and stuff, too. I never wore it up until then. Like, that's literally been, like, sitting for, like, nine months. And I've been, like, staring at it like, oh, when is going to be the next time I, like, do this? And that was the day. And that was the day. And, of course, the Colorado Cup didn't go as I planned as I got my ass kicked by Lilith Grimm <laughs> as soon as I walked out. Oh. He is a force, she is a force to be reckoned with, and I am dying to get in the ring with her one day. But um, but immediately like, when I came in the back, I like literally got on my knees and like had like happy tears because I was like, wow, this felt incredible. This is what I was meant to do with my life instead of just work. I'm happy I did this. I still have work to do on myself. I'm not afraid to admit that, but oh my God, that was like one of the most incredible feelings I've felt in a long time. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it sounds like to me and uh, forgive me if I'm um, incorrect, but uh, just because of everything you were, you were uh, going through there, uh, you know, and, you know, recently being able to uh, allow wrestling back in your life, basically. Absolutely. Yeah. Because like, when I, when I decided to take a step back, I was like, I can't even go to training or like shows. I need to take a step back. And it's crazy. Yeah. Cause like, I would, still, I would still watch, like, I would still like tape study and watch all things. Like it was still there, but I like, yeah. I wasn't fully, immer- I wasn't fully immersed in it again, but just being around, I mean, the Rocky mountain pro crew in the way that like, we just bring things together and just like the fans are so satisfied like that that's a feeling that's second to none, man. Like that's, I'm really happy. I like decided to go to the school out here. Cause I had a lot of other places I was considering and like the people there, just the experience and everything. And just like being under the wing of Matt Yaden as well. Like there's, there's no other place like it. And like, even like in this present moment now, I'm still fine tuning some things with like work life wrestling balance as of right now. But yeah, I'm happy to say I will be back. I just don't have a time when. I hope it to be less than about a month. That's the that's not that's all I could say for it. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Totally understandable. Uh. So, kind of uh, what we are uh, alluding to here, uh, listeners, if you are are still with us, is that we're we're going to talk about kind of uh, 
uh, kind of recognizing some signs about if you just are feeling things aren't quite right or and basically, you know, kind of recognizing those things and uh, things that you can do to um, to do self-care. And everybody needs to, in my, in my opinion, needs to have some kind of self-care routine, whether it's, um, you know, finding a, a book, a movie, a TV show. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, food and, you know, of course, great responsibility, uh, you know, not to be, uh, you know, <laughs> if I could stand on a little bit of a soapbox, you know, don't be gluttonous with it, but, uh, you know, something that can comfort you or something like that and one thing uh, that you kind of mentioned too and, and um and i wanted to kind of maybe ask you about this is what it kind of sounded like what you did and from when i talked to you you know of course officially on on the sh show uh, before is because uh, of what your your past life was is uh you were you just mentioned that you you were t you know doing some traveling doing some thing so you were kind of reconnecting in similar experiences that you had before and, and did you did you already know that this was something that was going to um help you and like you kind of mentioned here just you know just a, a few moments ago that even though it was something something different but the overall thing the overall theme was doing some reconnecting of what you experienced before and, and, and finding some things that would bring you some joy some happiness a hundred percent yeah I mean like like I said to like travel I feel like travel just keeps the soul young and alive and wild and free especially Moab not being that far away if anyone's in Colorado listening please go there but just don't go in the summer <laughs> the fall <laughs> is approaching Agree. The fall is September and October are approaching. Those are really cr like prime times to go. But yeah. I knew like right off like top of my head, like especially living in Denver, it's like it's sensory overload. Like there's a lot of traffic. Like yeah. there's just a lot of infrastructure. With my job, I'm constantly on my phone filling out reports. I'm like, I need to just disconnect. I just need to get out of stuff. And I and like even when I took a step back too, I like disconnected my Facebook. Like. And that felt really good too, because like sometimes I'll fall down the rabbit hole of scrolling too much. Like yeah. they have that, <laughs> they have that algorithm down to a T and I am very guilty of it. I'm not going to lie about that. It's nice to go on. And like, I've read about like dopamine cleanses too, because like there's so many things that stimulate us such as like music or certain foods or like social media. And I knew in my head, I'm like, if I go to Moab, there's barely any service there. Yeah. And I know for, I'll be so blissfully distracted by all these new things that looking on my phone is not like going to like come across my mind one bit. Yeah. And I, even and like, I, I like, I wouldn't call myself an amazing photographer, but I was gifted this really nice camera before I left Hawaii from one of my buddies who's a videographer. And anytime I go to like some place that has a lot of nature, just a lot of aesthetic, I just pull that out. And like, it's, it's much better than my iPhone camera. And so like, that was like, my attachment to like capture these moments and just to be like sitting in the moment and just like marinating everything that's around me. And it felt amazing. Like I knew right off of that, I was like, wow, this feels great. And then like, I started writing down things too, that I needed to reconnect with like yoga, for example, like I couldn't believe something that I for, like, I'll tell a short story about how I got into yoga. So I was 16. I had terrible anger issues, believe it or not. And um, my mom owned a studio and like, I was just in the mindset of like, Oh, yoga's for girls. It's sissy, blah, blah, blah. And like, I was going through a lot during that time. Like one of my, <laughs> my first girlfriend left me cause I was quote unquote too nice and started dating my best friend. And that really triggered me. 
And then, like, I just wanted to beat his ass. And then I discovered, like, going to the gym and just felt amazing after that. Like, I got so much out, like, emotionally. And then I was working as a front desk receptionist for my mom at the time at her studio. And she was like, just come into class. If you don't like it, you can leave. I'm like, okay. And then immediately, about 15 minutes in, I, like, had an epiphany where I was like, I was meant to do this. I just loved it. I loved what it did to me, like not even just from a physical perspective it's definitely more mental, even though you do get amazing physical benefits from it. But like the mental clarity of just like being present and moving with your body and your breath, I found that so fascinating. And then like to that day, I just started getting more into more like different styles. And then I ended up following in my mom's footsteps and becoming a teacher myself from the same instructor that she taught her went to India and like stepped it up even more. And then like, as soon as I started getting into that busy schedule, I like completely neglected it. And I was like, huh, maybe I should start doing this more often. Like, I'm like, I don't do yoga every day. I'm, I won't lie about that, but it's like, I do dedicate at least like two days out of the week where I'll do an hour of it. And then like some minor stretching, like in the morning before I do anything else. And I notice a lot happens with that. Um, meditating is another big one too. I really like listening to like different like frequency waves, like Delta, Theta and Beta waves. And they just like really like calm your senses down, especially in like a hot sauna. That's amazing. And then on top of that too, I started getting into uh cold shock therapy. This guy, uh, Wim Hof, he's from, I forgot where in Europe, but like he developed these like crazy cold plunge techniques and breathing techniques. This man climbed Everest in his shorts, for God's sake. And I think he's, like, 55. Like, he's he's a beast. Like, he's such a like I, he's such a big inspiration to me in many ways. And I actually went to a couple of his workshops, not with him physically being there, but, like, some of the teachers that he taught and, like, just throwing his methods, like, in the States and everything. And I picked up things from there. But I noticed I, like, as soon as I got back into, like, the corporate, the corporate world, if you call it or whatever. And then just like trying to rush all these things, I completely neglected all that stuff. And I'm like, that may be why I'm off. So (laughs) as soon as as I acknowledged that I started like slowly incorporating these things back in as much as I can, even if it's for like 10 minutes, like that it's, it's so astronomical what it can do to me. And like, there's so many uh, cathartic ways that people can like release their emotions or if they're feeling like upset, like, it could be a simple walk. It could be drawing, um, whatever art form that you like. It could be going to the mountains. Like, thankfully we have that living in Colorado and like everyone just beats to their own drum. And like, I, and like, I played music too. And I like started like actually like picking up my guitars and my ukulele again. And I'm like, Oh my God, like, why don't I do this more often? Like, I know what it does to me. Even like a simple 10 to 15 minutes of this, like before I go to bed is like so therapeutic. It makes me sleep better. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I think we all struggle with um, trying to find a balance. And and I think a lot of us do. We if we go if we have that, like you said, that the guitar or ukulele or similar um, interest or hobby that's sitting, you know, in, in the corner that it's it's like, well, why have I not, uh, you know, done this in a while? Because this is great. Why we, we ask ourselves and, and we don't know why. I guess is this we we think that we have to do 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 and go 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 you know get, get exactly. back to that back to that 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 rush thing and we we feel like um, we got so many things we we've, we've got to accomplish but we you know think that if we don't focus on that stuff like a hundred percent of the time uh, it's not going to happen but 
because we're, we're so in the moment kind of sometimes people when we are in those situations that we don't take like basically take the the time out and uh you know get back to uh reconnecting with uh things that we've enjoyed that we've done that we've experienced and and i'm, I'm kind of one of those big believers that um there's a reason why our life goes the way it is <laughs> you know and, and, and does <laughs> You know, and, and there's a reason why we meet people. There's a reason why we uh, get to participate in things. There's a reason why we uh, get to experience things. And and um, why do we? You know, so, the question to us to uh, is, is why do we neglect the things that bring us that can, can that can bring us joy and help us along this crazy uh, crazy journey called life? Absolutely. And we're all in this together, you know, I mean, like we all share the same emotions. We're all human. We yeah. definitely need to rest. I always like the analogy. It's like, there's a reason why cars, I'll butcher this really bad, but it's like, there's a reason cars don't like run 24 seven. They need to refuel. That's exactly how like the human body and like the mind is. And yeah. there's so many, there's so many ways to do that. Like the things that I listen that can like liberate me. And of course, like a support group is so crucial too. like having someone to go to or multiple people to go to, to just be completely unapologetic about how you feel and just having someone process that and totally understanding that without any like critical judgment or anything. That's also a very beautiful experience. And like, it's very great in this like generation too, where it's like mental health awareness is starting to like surface as such a big topic especially in like males because like males are taught to be like these like macho, like non-emotional dudes for the most part. Right. And it's like, and it's like one day in the future in some way, shape or form, I would love to somehow break that barrier. If it be like teaching yoga or even wrestling or even like something of a combination of both to tell people, Hey, it's okay to feel upset or angry and like venting to people about what you can do to resolve this. And like saying you're not okay. That's a part of being human. It doesn't matter if you're male, female, transgender, or any form of all, any kind, we're all going, we all go through those things. Like no matter what, some people weigh harder than others because of certain circumstances, of course. Right. But we should, but we should never, at all like feel suppressed about expressing those emotions to anyone in our lives or just like feel embarrassed to like surface them depending on the situation of course but yeah it's it's nice to see but it is really nice to see that there are like activist groups out there where it's like oh there's mental health awareness month in reality i would like it to be mental health awareness year <laughs> but um but at the same time it's a really beautiful thing to like there's hotlines that you can call. I mean, if you don't like really socialize and have a lot of people or it's like, just like talking to a stranger, it's crazy too. I was like, I was literally at the gym yesterday and I sat in the sun and met this random guy. I like poured out like my whole life story to him. And I like sat in the sauna for like an hour and 15 minutes. I'm like, Oh God, I should probably get out of here. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it, it's so crazy, but it's like, yeah, we're all human. And like, we're, I, it's crazy too. This one podcast I listen to, his name's Aubrey Marcus. He is, hands down one of my favorite human beings i would love to meet him one day but like he said something along the lines of like start seeing everything as a universe even people and i'm like wow that's actually like really fascinating to like process and digest and like as soon as i saw that and then like the way i approach people and i know that like if it's someone new or someone i know it's like it's a totally different experience and like you never know what you're going to like dive into but yet there's going to be some connection in some way shape or form and i find that so fascinating and like you can unlock so many things from like 
opening up emotionally or just relating on like certain like feelings that you go through. And I like, that's, that's a part of life. And I absolutely love that. Honestly. Yeah. Um, what would you say to, uh, people, uh, of course, people that are listening to this, uh, that, that are feeling, uh, like you mentioned, um, embarrassed or scared or have anxiety about, um, seeking help, whether it is through, um, you know, a family, a friend, uh, these hotlines, or there's even things that uh, uh, people, if you don't know this, listeners, uh, there's uh, you don't necessarily have to call um, the uh, suicide, uh, 800 suicide, uh, you know, uh, hotline that's out there nationally or, you know, depression hotline. There's things called warm lines. They are staffed by um, people that have gone through uh, emotional and, and, and mental struggles themselves, they're, they're called peers. And they so they can help you with things as well. And I think almost every single state has one. And I know, for example, in Colorado, we do. So uh, you just basically just, uh, you know, do a Google search and find that. But getting back to my question, what would you say to those people that, like I said, that are feeling embarrassed, scared, or have anxiety about um, speaking help or, you know, or seeking help? Immediately, you're not alone because everyone is going through like some sort of like anxious or depressed feeling in some manner, like some more intense than others, of course. Um, Another would be to reach out to anybody who you feel comfortable talking to with, because I've noticed like, I remember like announcing when I departed, like from wrestling, I just told a select few people. I kid you not within 48 hours, I probably talked to like 36 people on the phone. <laughs> just check, just checking in on me. Yeah. And like, I, I'm not going to lie. I felt like a broken record telling the same story, but at the same time, it's like, wow, these people care about me. Like, can you really be upset about this? Like, no, not at all. Like I was like choked up after every phone call I had. But always reach out to someone or, like, meet with someone who, like, totally is receptive of who you are, which sh- those people should be in your life, of course. Like, those are that, those are amazing people, just being receptive and, like, hearing you out and just understanding what you're going through. And then also, whatever, like, hobby or whatever makes you feel liberated, try to immerse yourself in it and see where it can take you. Because like I've done with myself, like I started like going back to my old roots of like playing music, started like doing yoga again and like going on more hikes adamantly. I've noticed that definitely balances out my sanity and just like tells me like, okay, slow down, be present, do what you can, like don't overthink things, like which is difficult in this world, but at the same time, it can help like even those little things but yeah the biggest things are always you're not alone reach out to anybody and then of course whatever whatever passion or hobby that makes you just feel alive and just unapologetic expressively try to immerse yourself in that and then another big thing too that like really saved my life to be honest is like go go on meetup and find mental health groups there's a bunch of them Mm -hmm. i was very lucky to find the one that i did i still go like do yoga with them any time that i have the free time to do and it's just, it's so amazing because, like, that's, if you don't have, like, a circle where it's, like, you feel you can express yourself, there's also groups where people could probably be in the same situation as you. And then, like, as soon as, like, someone opens up, someone opens up, it can domino effect and, like, everyone feels comfortable. And it's like, wow, this is, like, these are the types of people I need to surround myself by. 
in order to like lift my energy up and like get through life. Cause life's not, it's not easy. Life is not easy whatsoever, but with the right amount of people in your life and just having passions and just telling yourself that tomorrow's always going to be a new day, no matter what you can keep on going. Right. Yeah. And you know, I've even heard something as if you're, if you're feeling down or something, it just isn't feeling right. Um, emotionally, something as simple as a, a three minute walk, they say, uh, can, can help you. So, uh, you know, Oh, I'm a, I am a big advent of walks. I actually, I actually yeah. started not too long ago. I will make a cup of coffee and then walk around the block and yeah. it's still like five, it's still like five in the morning, but it's like, the calmness of how quiet it is and just like the exactly. weather, like the temperature. I'm just like, Oh man, this feels great. Like yeah. this is a great way to start the day. Yeah. So kind of uh, maybe even, uh, you know, kind of transitioning a little bit since we, we talked about kind of, you know, get, seeking help, things of that nature. What about stuff that, uh, you know, maybe people can be proactive. And I guess in this case we would call it um, um, self care, something you you should do to, to do that um i have a i have a twitter friend uh he's he's uh he's, he's calling it uh, uh treat yourself uh friday uh so i like uh, that <laughs> uh, so what what do you what do you think what are your what are your thoughts on um maybe doing some um you know self-care uh either uh well of course definitely the better would be uh, proactive but if you are in a situation you know have to be the, do the reactive part uh what, what do you think about that what's your thoughts or what's your uh suggestions maybe for the our listeners here um, I'd say exercise is a big one. That'll always be like one of my favorite things to like let loose on like me. Yeah. And there's so many different forms of exercise. It's the beautiful thing of, of it. It's like, if you, if you do jujitsu or if you run or it's like, if you do yoga, like there's so many different realms you can jump into. Like me, I love lifting weights. Like I just turn my phone on airplane mode, put on my favorite music and just like kind of go in that flow state. And I'm just like, Oh, this feels great. It doesn't matter what mood I'm in, like that will like help me. Just an hour of that will like get me through the day. Um, yoga, of course, is as well. And then like even right now, like I'm literally sitting by my diffuser that I have lavender and lemons diffusing in there right now. Like scents are very stimulating for the body as well. And there's definitely scents out there that can like ease your body. Like lavender is a really good one i know peppermint's really good for calming and there's a bunch of other ones orange orange zest is really nice um another big one that i really love too so i li- i don't live too far from the botanical gardens and like just a walk through nature and just mm-hmm. not being on your phone and and just not being on your phone and just being present during that time is very beautiful um i also write poetry as well like it's crazy too. Cause like when I did have that traumatic experience, I actually got to write some like really beautiful and dark, like as paradoxical as that sounds like some stories. And I was like, wow, I'm like, I actually made something out of this. That's kind of great actually. Mm-hmm. So even like just channeling your cathartic outlook, if it be um, like painting or drawing or writing music or like creating clothing or whatever it is that your skill set at or whatever makes you like feel alive, you can, take that feeling because it's like I, I i always like looking at music and like reading lyrics because i listen to literally like every type of genre and i notice like not all songs are meant to be happy which is beautiful i think 
Mm-hmm. Like, the, I mean, and it's crazy to think too, because like I come off as like this yogi who drinks kombucha and stuff, but I'm a huge metalhead, right? <laughs> and like there, are, yeah. and there's definitely like it's a very I always tell it's aggressive poetry because like there are definitely like a lot of bands who are like give off the impression of like oh they're too heavy, but it's like you read their lyrics and you're like wow this is a song about like perseverance or just like getting through like the day or whatever, and you're just like wow that's really poetic. And um, another big one too. I freaking love bubble baths. I am not ashamed to say that. <laughs> and so, I lo- so like once a week or even twice a week, I'll throw in a salt, ba- uh, like a Epsom salt bath, throw some lavender in there, turn my phone off, and just read and read a book. I can't believe I didn't mention that. But reading, reading helps me get out of a lot of things too, which is like yeah. amazing because I always go from like fiction to nonfiction depending on what mood I'm in, but that just makes me get lost and like forces me to like visualize in my mind these words that I'm reading is creating a story in my head and I'm picturing that story. And I feel like that's such an amazing way to get your mind off things. But yeah, there's so many things that you could roll with, um, with like self care and everything like that. Some days you like, there can be days where you do nothing but like clean your house. I, that's really therapeutic actually too, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, get get organized. Uh, you know that uh, the the table that's in your house or the counter that's on your house that's your catch all. Get that thing organized. Get those things put back in. Which I just yeah, did right. Just, just recently, put get those things put in their place. And that was uh, exactly. <laughs> I just did that. Exactly. No, no lie. Like like two days ago, and it was so great to see that uh, that counter space uh, cleaned up. <laughs> you know? it's so I I totally feel that. Like there's been times where I like will have like unripe fruit and I'm like, Oh, or like ripe fr- or fruit. That's like way too ripe or something like that. I'll be like, yeah. I should cut this and freeze it for like smoothies. Yeah. And then like, as the days go by, it's getting worse and worse. I'm like, all right, go do that right now. Like not in like a discipline like type way, but like to get my mind off things like, okay, I did that. And it's not bothering me anymore. Right. But yeah, just like, but just like little tasks like that to get your mind off things. But like, and like, again, we're super blessed to live here because I love going to the mountains, like, and just going on a hike especially like with the technology that we have all there's this app called all trails that you can literally like look up hikes in any like place in the world. And I always like look at a bunch of different things. And again, like nature is like a big like healer for me, especially because like, as soon as I walk onto the trailhead, I turn my phone off and I'm just like, all right, I'm here for four hours. Like, and I'm totally fine with that. And my brain's just going to turn off for a little bit and it feels just incredible. And then I leave after the hike and I just feel crazy satisfied and just like a lot of weight lifted off my shoulders. Cause this city life is very um, intense when it comes to simulation. Like I'm originally from Chicago and I actually used to live in the city and I definitely, yeah. I, another, another good one too, your, your environment. I, I'm a firm believer that we are products of our environments. Like if there's like, coming home to your place and something's wrong, definitely change some stuff up. Like my place, I have plants everywhere. My place is very simple. Like there's not a lot of clutter or anything like that. And that makes me happy. Like I know my place where I want to like be, especially like your living environment too. So it's like living in Denver, it can be like pretty hectic sometimes just because of all the commotion of like people, emotions, um, traffic, just a number of things. And then as soon as you get on like, the highway to go out to the mountains you're just like oh what was i thinking about again like you're kind of just like you're kind of just like at least for me like i'm easily like gravitationally pulled just looking at these like structures that have been here like way before my existence and other people 
and I'm just like, wow, I'm about to go climb these. Awesome. Like, and uh, another one too, snowboarding is like, I am really excited for the winter like that. Talk about a happy place. That is like my bliss, like overload like that. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to do in the world. Now I'm getting like, st- I want to do all these things we just listed right now, but of course, <laughs> but literally there's only 24 hours in a day, but it's like, that's all good. Like, yeah, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing to list. It's amazing to list things off that like make you happy because then you just, you kind of ref, you re- reflect on it. And you're like, wow, like I need to do these things more often. Yeah, I think a I think a, a wise old man once said, uh, "Patience, Daniel son." So, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it'll it'll come. It'll 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 uh, it'll it'll be instilled uh, when when the time is right. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, any, uh, you know, I think we've, uh, covered a, a lot of great, uh, topics about this whole gambit, uh, uh, of, uh, of self care, of, of healing, of, uh, recognition when, you know, things just don't feel right and not to be embarrassed or, 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 uh, saddened or, you know, things like that. But, um, anything else that you might want to impart to our, uh, listeners about this whole, uh, you know, like I said, this whole uh, overall aspect of, you know, of, of, of taking care of yourself, of, um, you know, finding joy, of pursuing, you know, great things. Absolutely. I'll even put it out there, too. I mean, like, if you ever feel like you're in a down spot or you need someone to talk to, please message me on Instagram. And my Instagram handle is the Prince of Vibe Style. I'm a great listener. I've been through every vast array of emotion as many humans have, but I am all for people getting better with themselves and opening up, really finding out what's wrong. How could they give a solution to their problems? I don't have the answers to everything, but I will always be giving an ear in time to listen to someone in hard times. Like that is something I will give to anybody, even if I've never met you before. Like I will always offer that service to anybody. Right. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, Brad, uh, I want to thank you, of course, for uh, coming on to the show once again. Uh, before I do, let you, before I do let you go, uh, remind uh, the people uh, everywhere they can find you out there on the uh, social media. Absolutely. So right now I'm just on Instagram. As soon as I like am fully back, I'm probably going to go jump on the Twitter and get a TikTok. Actually, I still have yet to download one, which I'm shocked in. But um, so my Instagram handle is it's all one word. It is Prince of Vibe Style. And like I said, too, if you're going through some hard stuff, do not hesitate to reach out. I check my DMs very frequently. So I'm always there to help somebody. I'll even meet you up and have a kombucha or coffee or something. Like I said, like we're in this together, man. And like, we deserve to feel uh, unapologetically, God say that five times fast, (laughs) expressive and loved and just taken care of individually because I am totally for that. All I want out of people is to succeed and to be happy. Of course, we're going to have raise up emotions because that's life. But at the same time, I want people to be know that there's always going to be comfort and know that things are going to get better and be okay over time. 
That's fantastic. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, once again, uh, thank you for joining me. And I guess I will probably be seeing you uh, in the future at uh, the next uh, few uh, Rocky Mountain Pro and, or, or shows or so on, right? Absolutely, my friend. I will be seeing you. And again, thank you so much for your time, Marty. I always do appreciate it. Once again, a big, huge thank you to Brad Radowski for coming on to this edition of RMP Radio and talk about uh, some of the uh, you know trials and tribulations that he's been uh, going through, and hopefully uh, you listeners are uh, getting you some uh, uh, positive things to think about and uh, you know knowing that uh, there's always going to be a, a better day and uh, sometimes those uh, trials and tribulations that we go each and every one of us go through throughout life are not the bleakest and the darkest day. They we will. We'll get through it and we will shine and you know uh, reach out uh, reach out to those friends uh, you know if you don't even necessarily know what friend it is just post it out there um, on the uh, social media and I, I bet you do have uh, more than a handful of friends that uh, would be greatly uh, you know giving you uh, some advice and uh, a pat on the back uh, a hug uh, uh, you know uh, you know even a hand on the shoulder so that's something to, to definitely think about so before we get out of here uh, let's uh, pay some bills like they used to say uh, uh, back in the day, you want to get some merchandise of your uh, favorite uh, Rocky Mountain Pro superstars, uh, head over to our, our, the website at rmpwrestling.com. Click on the merchandise link. Or if you're in the uh, Amazon.com or the Amazon app, search for uh, Rocky Mountain Pro. Of course, additionally, hit up your uh, favorite uh, Rocky Mountain Pro superstars. See if they've got a uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, a uh, Brain Buster Tees, a uh, Big Cartel, uh, What a Maneuver. There's all kinds of websites out there for merch for the uh, pro wrestling and then of course uh, hit up your uh, merchant tape merch table at your uh, Rocky Mountain Pro shows as well as you'll find those one of kind of items you cannot find anywhere else upcoming events that we've got uh, coming up at the uh, time of this recording that is actually happening now as I'm recording this we've got the uh, top taco event that's happening at the uh, Stanley uh, marketplace over in Aurora it's gonna be a fantastic show you do need to uh, purchase a event ticket to get into that but uh, after that we do have a show coming up on Friday, September 3rd at the Beer Stott Lager House. This is a free event. Uh, it's at uh, 8 p.m. So please, if you guys do come to that show, please patronize Beer Stott Lager House with refreshments and drinks. And then, of course, support your Rocky Mountain Pro Superstars by heading over to the merch table as well. Then, uh... Up it, coming up, we've got the Rocky Mountain Pro is live at the McKellar Fest on Sunday, September 12th in Aurora, Colorado at the uh, Mile High Flea Market. So that's going to be a fantastic show. Want to get uh, info about all these events? Of course, once again, head over to our website at rmpwrestling.com. Click on the events link and you'll get that information right there. Uh, then, uh, of course, in the meantime, please watch us. Subscribe to our Twitch, twitch.tv slash Rocky Mountain Pro. If you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you do get a Twitch subscription included with your Prime membership. If you are not an Amazon Prime subscriber, which I don't think there's very few people out in the world that isn't, or if you got yours tied up somewhere else, it's a nominal fee like $5.99 a month to do that. 
Also, head over to our YouTube.com slash Rocky Mountain Pro. You'll see the charged episodes as they get broken down into episodic uh, episodes there for you. And then, of course, you can also watch those on the Fight TV platform, whether it's the website or like on your phone or the Roku player. Follow us out there everywhere on the interwebs rmpwrestling.com to start off and then on the social medias of the facebook the twitter the instagram all of the rocky mtn pro once again i'll phonetically spell that for you that's the rocky mike tango november pro and once again i want to thank you all for listening to this edition of rmp radio where pro wrestling is elevated